On this episode, we're going to talk about how I am preparing for my own personal branding session. So if you've been wondering what that might look like, this is an episode for you. Welcome to the Up In My Business podcast with me, Lex Lancaster, where you'll get an inside look at all things tech, business, and my life as a physical therapist turned digital operations expert. You'll hear all about my lessons as a business owner, the ins and outs of tech for your business, and more. From SEO, websites, and email marketing to automations, launches, and copywriting, I've got you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive in. As always, I need to tell you about the Up In My Business podcast sponsor, and that is JNAP. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software. The Jane team recognizes how hard you work to support your patients and clients, and they want to do the same thing for you. And that's why they offer unlimited phone, email, and live chat support with every single subscription. And it is truly one of the best features about Jane and why I love Jane so much and why I switched from other EMRs to Jane. So to get started with Jane, they recommend booking a personalized one-on-one demo with a member of their team. Of course, it's a great way to make sure that Jane will be a good fit for you and your practice and just to see Jane's features in action. And Jane even offers a free data import and account setup consultation and online training tools to set you up for success. And truly, it is one of the best onboarding processes that I've ever been through. I know there are hiccups that can happen and Jane will always, always, always help you through those. So to get started, head over to jane.app start and their team would love to connect with you to see how Jane could help you and your practice. You can also use the code LEX1MO, so LEX1MO at checkout, and you will get a one month grace period applied to your new account. So if you've been looking for an EMR or if you want to try out Jane, head over to jane.app slash start, use the code LEX1MO at the time for sign up, and you will get a one month grace period. Welcome back or welcome to your first episode. If you are new here, I am going to jump right into the episode today with the business updates because I am pre-recording this episode a week early because I, at the time that this episode launches, I'll be returning back from a quick little vacation time away, but recording this episode before we leave. So going to skip the life update section, going to go right into the business updates. We are going to just say that Shantae and I at this point in time have probably nailed down what we're doing, what we're not doing. So if you have not heard about that, we will likely talk about it. I'll talk about it on the podcast. You'll hear about it on social media, etc. So you'll see the wait list for that joint coaching program, tech and business coaching in my show notes. You can also check out the newly launched products that I have, my Canva course, the brand photography guide, which you will definitely want to get after you listen to this episode and any Canva templates that you might need for brick and mortar businesses. So you can find those right in the show notes. They are linked there. And lastly, get on the wait list for SEO school. Registration will be opening up Monday, October 30th, and the wait list will always save money. So jump on the wait list. You'll be the first to know about all the things. Um, yeah. And end of October is game time. So if you're on the wait list by then, You'll save the money, get first access, and also know about the early action bonus, which is super exciting. And I am so excited for this person to return and do the early action bonus again. So you will know all the details on that if you are on the wait list. So jump on that. We're going to have a good, good time in SEO school this round. So let's jump right into the episode. 
I scheduled a personal branding session because I need some new photos for my business. It's been two years. Well, not really two years. It's been, it's been like a year and a half since I got my first round of photos. In my first round of photos, I made a huge mistake by wearing a lot of black. So a lot of my photos have me in a black shirt. Now, if we're going to be honest here, that's so on brand. I wear a lot of black. I don't really love to wear a lot of color. Um, My wardrobe is slowly evolving and having a little bit more color inside of it, but I do wear a lot of black. So it's not like it's off brand, but when you're posting on social media and every shirt you have is a black shirt, obviously it limits you a little bit. So I am definitely not going to do that this time, but I needed new photos just in general. So booked a session with a photographer kind of local to me. So I'll go through the entire process here, but that's why we're jumping into this. I have a lot of people ask me about what they should wear and what they should do. And so I'm going to start this episode by pitching my brand photography guide. So as I was planning this brand photography session for myself, I edited and redeveloped my brand photography guide that has been part of my, um, I want to say it's been on the back end. So if someone asked me about it, I would give it to them or I was giving it to any client who booked a service with me. So This brand photography guide is now available on my website. You can check it out. It's linked in my bio, but I just redeveloped that as I was planning for my own session. So I did write out all the things that I did or am in the process of doing so that you can hear it from my perspective, because if you are unfamiliar with my story, the things that I do, I am also, um, I have been doing brand photography. I stopped when I moved to New Hampshire because getting to an airport is just way too difficult. And I actually love, love, love photography. And I love being able to take brand photos for movement-based businesses because it's extremely difficult to find someone who understands what you do and not wanting to just take still pictures of your hand. So I know the difficulty around that because I faced it. I went through trying to find someone who can take brand photos for my brick and mortar practice. And for my personal branding, Um, for my online business, that's a little bit easier, but I love doing it, but I had to stop. I was not located near an airport. I don't know if I'll restart doing it. I, the traveling aspect is a lot. So I don't know. Stay tuned. If you've been wondering, we'll see. But when I scheduled this session, I was like, I really need to book my own session. I need new photos. I want more colors in my outfits. So let's go through how I am planning for my brand photography session And if you want to follow this process, I did follow the process that is in my brand photography guide. So grab that and you can follow it to a T. So the first thing I did was I found a photographer who has a style that I like and is close to me. So the style that she, I'm also in a very, you know, I'm in an area that has a lot of photographers. So we'll, we'll touch on that, but for her style, she edits with real life color. So I am not a fan of the orangey red tint that people are doing with their photography. I think it's terrible. Um, and there's a lot of people who are putting that orangey red tint on photos. And if you like that, cool, not my style. Um, and I don't want my face to be like orange in these photos. I don't want my white shirts to look like they're orange. I just see a lot of it going around. It's it's a huge dial right now in photography. It's just, I don't know what the exact term is, but it's just an orange type. I'm going to call it an overlay, um, but it's just an editing style that's very popular right now. And I was just not a fan. I don't find that that's timeless. I find that it's going to be really, really jarring on my website. It'll be jarring on my Instagram. So I didn't want that. So I had to find 
someone who edits in real life color, which is difficult. So I searched on Instagram, I searched on websites, and I actually ended up posting in the brand photography group that I'm a part of. I did um, a mini mastermind, if you will, and I posted in there. And luckily enough, someone was like, hey, I'm actually close. I would love to do it. So that's how I ended up finding my photographer. But she edits with real life color. There's no orangey tint. It's all true to true tone, etc. So I was like, yes, absolutely. I love your editing style. Let's do it. She's also close to me. So I had no interest in driving far. I didn't want to pay extra for travel fees because I'm located in a very populated area. There's got to be a photographer near me. I understand where I live. So I knew that that was definitely an opportunity for me. So I didn't want to drive to downtown LA though. And I didn't want to drive far away. So I booked a photographer that was relatively close to me and also um, didn't mind driving the 20 minutes that she is away. So that was what I had done for that. Now, I also rented a space on Gigster. So Gigster is a place where you can rent houses. There's other ones that I list in my guide as well, but I rented a house on Gigster. When I found the house, it was just a neutral neutral tone. So big kitchen, big living room. It's it's basically a mansion that's located about five minutes from where I actually live. And when I found it on Gigster, I saw that the woman had a three-hour minimum on her uh, listing, if you will. And um, I contacted her and I said, hey, I'm only going to be there for about 45 minutes to an hour. Can I rent it for that price? Because it's a big price difference. Per hour, it was probably like 280 bucks. So obviously being there for an hour versus three hours and paying for three hours when I'm only going to be there for an hour is much different. So I just contacted her and now we're texting. So I'm on text terms with this woman. So it actually worked out really, really well. And she was very happy that someone was going to rent it for X amount of dollars, but you know, not make a mess of the place because I think it's on there for people to have events at. Obviously, I'm not having events, an event. It's just me and my photographer. So she had no problem adjusting the minimum for me. So I did that. So I contacted her. We're all set to go there. Um, And I also looked at all the photos of that house really, really close. So I wanted to make sure it had different locations that I could take photos on. The couches weren't like bright blue like they were last time in my other photos. I wanted to make sure that there was a variety of different chairs. There was a a staircase that's really, really pretty. There's an outdoor space that I can have access to. There's a really pretty kitchen countertop that I can sit on. So it sounds really silly, but if you don't have, if you don't take a look at the photos, you're not going to know what's there. And yes, your photographer will also do this, but if you're looking for something specific, you should be looking at all of the listings, if you will, on your own as well. So I looked at all the photos. I know the spaces that I want to be in. I'm leaving a lot of this, the rest up to my photographer to pose and do all the things in those locations. But I know that we're going to be in the living room, the dining room, the kitchen, the staircase, and the outdoor space. I needed need I did not need access to the bedroom and the um, bathrooms upstairs. Just going to make do with all of the other common area spaces. So, my photographer was worried about light. So I tried to I asked the woman like, "Hey, where does the sun shine in the morning in your house? All the windows are north facing, so it gets good light all day. So we were good there. So we checked that box." And then we are also starting at 8 a.m. to make sure that we get the good light. So if you're in the middle of the day, then you can kind of get, you know, a bad scenario because it's very harsh light in the middle of the day, especially if you're outside. So by doing it in the morning, we are leaving the opportunity to go outside to the outdoor spaces as well as be inside. 
So I originally planned to do the house rental and then go to the beach and do photos at the beach. But instead, I decided to have some photos done at mine and Shantae's home. So the reason I'm doing that is because my office is really bright. It'll have great light all day. So I'm really not worried about that. And I really wanted to be at my desk. So I wanted to my I wanted my desk, my computer, my podcast mic. I wanted all of that to be in some some of the photos. And the space that I have for an office, it's very neutral colored and it's it looks like me. So the decorating style is all of, you know, something that I would have in a room. So it felt like me. So I wanted to have photos here. And I knew that I could have moose in them because, you know, she can be in this house, obviously. So I will likely need to move things during for the session because because my office is not huge, but I'll need to move my desk away from the window, but we'll get creative in that way. But I wanted to have photos here so that it is actually my space. And I did decide not to do photos at the beach because I know that the photos at the beach are not going to be as well used as the ones in my office. I can always go take a photo of myself at the beach. Like I don't need a professional to go do that for me. The ones that I'm going to take at my desk and the ones that I'll take in my office are much more functional for what I need them for. So I was like, you know what? It doesn't really make sense to drive to the beach, find parking, have that whole annoyance. I'd rather just use the time that I paid for to be here getting more photos that I'm going to use more of anyway, because I really won't use the ones that are at the beach a lot anyway. Like I know that. So I decided to do them here. So the session will be at the other house, the rental house, and then in my personal office at the, at our place, our house. So that's like the spaces that I'm, I'm going to be in for the session. So that was definitely a huge deciding factor. And yes, I did look close to my house because I don't want to travel far again. My photographer was willing to come here. So I looked here first and I did use, if you've ever rented like an Airbnb, it's typical, right? So finding different locations to rent because people are putting up their, you know, beautiful homes on these spaces. It's such, such an amazing thing that people do. So did that. Now, step four, I met with my photographer to talk to her about what I wanted, what I didn't want, the problems with my last shoot, how I wanted to change that for this shoot, you know, my my ideas of what I wanted to have photos of. And then I afterward, I created a Pinterest board. So I went right on Pinterest, created a brand photography inspo board, and I just pinned a bunch of photos to that board. And I shared that board with my photographer. So all the photos that I have on that board are ones that I like. So things that I like to do, things that I, I um, would be okay with if she posed me in that way um, and photos that I got or photos that I would get based on that board. If I were to swap my body with the person who's in the photo, I'd be okay with it. So I'm not pinning things that I don't like necessarily yet. That's on a separate board. So on a separate board, I just pinned the things that I don't want. So for me, my only I do not want this is photos with my phone, like looking at my phone and like being on my phone. I just want to use my computer. I did that last time and I find them super, super not useful for what I'm doing. So and I also hate working from my phone. So I don't want it to be like, I work from my phone because I absolutely hate it. <laughs> so I told my photographer, I was like, I do not want any photos of me working on my phone. So that was the Pinterest boards. I made one of the things that I really, really love, the photos that I want, and then the photos that I don't want as part of my brand series. Now, I also, and in that brand photography guide, you will see I go through all of this, but anyway... I also decided that I want to do my own hair and makeup. So 
a big missing piece, if you will, in my last session was that I had so much makeup on that I didn't feel like I looked like me. And I actually left the makeup artist and I was like, well, I have my photos in a half an hour. I can't do anything about this. My makeup looked really, really good. So I'm not downing the makeup artist. It looked beautiful. I loved it, but it was just too much and it wasn't me. So I decided this time I want to do my own hair. I want to do my own makeup because that's how I want to show up in my photos, how I actually look on Zoom. And if you've worked with me, you know that I don't wear a ton of makeup every day. Um, my hair is pretty much the same. It's pretty consistent. So I wanted to do that myself this time. And I just didn't want to have caked on makeup. So you will find that photographers like when you have a lot of makeup on just because it does make your eyes pop. It makes your face just show up differently in the camera. But you also want to remember that this is your personal branding photo shoot. So if you don't feel like that is on brand for you, then don't do it. Um, same thing with your outfits. So I am planning my outfits right now. I'm wearing things that I would always wear, um, except <laughs> I'll get to it in a second. So I'm not doing anything special, right? Because it's a brand, it's a brand photo shoot, but I did order a vivid pink blazer because I've always wanted one. So I have thought about ordering blazers for a long time. I, I just don't have a place to wear them. And so now I'm like, I could actually wear that as a light jacket if I wanted to. So I did order a vivid pink blazer that I plan to wear in the brand photo shoot, even though I don't wear that day to day. And I don't wear it to work at, from home. Like I wear sweatpants and sweatshirts most of the time. Sometimes I'll throw on jeans and a blank t-shirt, but I don't really dress up to, to work from home for my computer. But I am wearing all clothes that I currently have. Um, yes, they are definitely my more um, colorful. So I am wearing different color shirts. So every shirt that I have, the outfit options that I have are all different colors. I'm also capitalizing on things that are easily stripped off like a blazer or a um, cardigan, right? So I'm wearing things that I can have a tank top underneath that I can wear alone, but also underneath something. So that's two outfits there. But overall, my shirts are all different colors. So I'm trying not to have three black shirts like I did last time because that was just, it was just a nightmare because now when I post on Instagram, I'm always wearing a black shirt. So I do have five outfit choices that are included in my session, but like I said, I'm capitalizing on things, wearing things that I can easily strip off. So a tank top with a cardigan over it, but then just taking the cardigan off and being photographed in the tank top. So that makes it really, really easy. Um, my pants will likely stay the same, or I might change once and I might like wear a pair of shorts for a couple shots, but because most photos, you don't see your legs. And I learned that the hard time, the first time with my outfit choices, because two outfits that I had, I kept the same shirt and changed my pants. But that doesn't make sense because most photos, you're only going to see your 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 body, your torso. You're not going to see your um, waist down. So changing your pants doesn't really matter. So I will tell people if you're going to change, changing your top is more beneficial. It's more, you, you know, it makes more sense than changing your bottoms. So I will likely keep my pants the same or change them once, maybe twice but they are going to be the more constant piece. And they also take longer to change. So just keeping in mind, like you have X amount of hours with your photographer, so you wanna make sure you utilize that accordingly. So I'm gonna write down each outfit and every accessory that I want with it, because when you're in the session, the time flies so fast and writing it all down helps because you'll forget like, oh my God, I didn't wanna wear these earrings with this shirt. So writing it down, knowing exactly what you want to wear is key. So I will be writing that down and then also ordering them accordingly. And I've also talked to my photographer and I said, hey, you know, I think it would be a great option to just set up stations. So have one outfit on, 
go to each place and do a bunch of poses in each outfit and just switch outfits and go to each spot. So we're doing stations, if you will, of like different poses, different locations in the house in each outfit. So I have each outfit in multiple places, right? Because you don't want to take all your photos in the kitchen sitting at the countertop with your laptop in one outfit and then all your other photos in another outfit sitting in the living room, right? You want to mix it up. So you want to have outfits that are used in multiple locations. So we talked about that. She's on board. I think it's going to be really easy because I have everything written down. So you'll see in that brand photography guide, I do recommend you write everything down. You write all your accessories, everything. Next, I'm writing down every other thing that I want to bring with me. So I'm not bringing a ton, but I'm going to bring my laptop. I'll bring my power cord to my laptop just in case I need to turn it on because you never know. I don't really, typically you don't turn it on because the screen is distracting, but I will bring that. I'm bringing my coffee cup. And then I think that might be it as far as like things I'm bringing. I did not find it useful to bring a notebook last time. I didn't really use it. So I think it'll be my laptop and my coffee cup that I, I brought just like I did last time. So bringing those two things. And I probably will think of things, you know, as I'm still planning, I have not finalized everything. And then lastly, I'm writing down the images that I definitely want. So for me, I'm writing down that I want large banner photos with a lot of room around the outside. And I want a lot of candid laughing photos. So I feel like that is one of my favorite qualities about myself. So I want to capture, you know, the, the candid laugh and I love it so much and I think it's fun to post photos like that. So I want to capture that when I am getting this brand photography session done. So those are the steps that I have followed and how I am planning for my own personal branding session. And like I said, I have everything in that guide. So if you want to know exactly how I went through it, you will see the process that I go through in that guide. So feel free to get that guide, go through it step by step. And you will see if you meet with your photographer, how prepared you are for when you meet with them, if you have that guide. Um, And being, you know, conscientious of the fact that photographers have their own method. So if your photographer has a different method for doing X, Y, and Z, understanding that the guide will lead you to that and then, you know, help you develop initial ideas and then go with whatever your photographer does for their method to actually have everything, you know, done and solved for that day of. So that's all. That's how I'm planning for my personal branding photography session. And if you're listening to this episode on Monday, the 25th, I believe it's Monday, the 25th. Yes. I think I'm looking, I'm looking at the calendar. Yes. Monday, the 25th, I will actually be at my session when this episode launches. So I will have that session done today. Hopefully have the images in, you know, a couple of months or so. I'm not really sure what her process is as far as timeline, but I'm doing it the day this launches. So if you are planning a brand photography session, I highly recommend downloading that or getting that brand photography guide that I have on my website. It's linked in my show notes. And if you have questions, please let me know. As always, thank you so much for being here. I will catch you next time.